Let's get this filming. Ha What a nice plie. Plie and clap. Do some ballet today. Kevin, do some ballet with me. Do some ballet tendu. And plie. Plie. Come on, fast. Let's do some ballet. And oh, my back. Okay. Right now, my ballet. Welcome to episode 25. We're on Amazon truck delivery guy watch. Um, I'm hoping that at any moment uh, that door is going to get it. We're going to get a little knockity knock 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 on that door. And it's going to be my buddy from Amazon who's got my shoes. Because your girl went a little crazy for Black Friday. Yes. And um, oh, hold on. Lisa, breathe. Just breathe. You know, I know you get excited when you start this podcast and you just go 100 miles an hour. But you just need to breathe. Just breathe. You're freaking out, Kevin. Good. I don't like him. Um, I went a little crazy because uh, I was invited to attend the MMA awards again this year. Woo! It's the best party ever. Uh, it's got the big red carpet, all these super buff dudes in the UFC. Oh, they're so strong. And they got these rippling muscles, rippling muscles everywhere. They can barely fit through the door, right? They got it. They, I, I heard last year they had to widen the doors of the Sahara Hotel so that Francis Ngannou could walk in because he's, he's huge. He's a Mack truck of a human. Um, but anyway, uh, I got real, real, real excited about whatever gown I was going to wear this year. Um, so I already started planning it, and the shoes is a key component. Shoes is a key component. So I went crazy on Black Friday on Amazon, and I bought uh, four different pairs of shoes. <laughs> shoes. Giant, like, stripper heels, right? Like, scandalous, tall stripper heels. Definitely going to break my neck and my ankles. Both ankles. Um, but thankfully, because it's the MMA Awards, I'm sure there's going to be um, doctors just everywhere. You know? <laughs> You know, like Stitch, the guy who like stitches everybody up. I'm sure there'll be a whole category um, for like best in-ring doctor. Uh, look, if they can like patch up a, you know, hunk of skin. <laughs> if they can patch up a dude who's got just like skin, like hanging off his face um, in the middle of a fight and let him go a few more rounds, he can fix my broken ankles because of my stripper shoes. That is my philosophy. That's what I'm going with. Uh, anyway, what's up? Hope you guys had an amazing Thanksgiving for those who celebrate. Um, so Canadians, not you. I'm not wishing you a happy Thanksgiving because you didn't celebrate it. But come on down. Come on down from your hat and hang out with us next year. We have a great time. We eat food um, and we drink a lot. Your girl is hung over. <laughs> your girl's hung over. Uh, yeah. You know, it's okay. These things happen. Your girl likes to drink. Your girl likes to drink too much. Sometimes your girl doesn't know the limits. But she's always nice. She's super nice drunk. And I haven't thrown up in so long. Me and my friends have not thrown up in so long. I know I've grown. That's an Ed Sheeran song. The other day I sang one uh, with uh, my cover band, The Full Betsy, at a country club. And after the song, after we sang that Ed Sheeran song, um, Paul was like, Ed Sheeran, everyone. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm Lisa. <laughs> No, I sang it. I'm not Ed Sheeran. And it doesn't sound funny right now, but it was funny at the time. So just stop. Just, okay, just laugh, all right? You don't have to laugh, but you do that thing where you're like, you like blow nose, uh, blow air out of your nose a little bit. Um, that's the, uh, the highest compliment you can pay me. But anyway, so I went on my first bar crawl. Pub crawl? Pub bar? Bar hopping, pub crawling experience? In a onesie. Um, it was awesome. Look, I don't need a theme to drink but it sure makes it more fun. And the theme was onesies. And so 
I went with Paul, part of the Full Betsy, the band I just mentioned. And uh, he was like, um, yeah, here, throw on this onesie, and we're going to go downtown to Fremont Street. Ah, do you guys know about Fremont Street? It's another world. It's another world down there. Uh, I try to go there as um, as little as possible. <laughs> Crazy stuff goes on down there, right? Okay, Fremont Street is a whole nother place. It's a whole nother planet. Um, so uh, we were we were we were hopping from one bar to the next. We were all dressed in one onesies. It was super fun, and we settled. We settled. We found a place to settle. They have free concerts on Fremont Street, and this particular one uh, was a band called ah, Alter Ego, I believe, like a big awesome cover band. Um, here in Vegas and they were just playing like banger after banger after banger, you know, Motley Crue and Metallica and just all these great cover songs. Um, and to my right, you know how like you make eye contact with a friend and they're just like, Hey, just like, Hey, like, don't look, but like, look, Hey, but like, don't, Hey, don't look, but look like right there. And people are like, they're like nodding. Like Paul was like, Hey, over there. And I was like, Oh, okay. So I turn the oldest man I've ever seen in my life was in a little wheelchair. Not even like a classic wheelchair. Not the kind of wheelchair you see uh, on the street sign where you're not supposed to park, right? With like the handles where someone's gonna push you around and help you out, and the big wheels and the, and the chair and that goes back. No, this is more like, um, like a sitting one. I don't even know. Uh, I don't even know what they're called. I'm very ignorant. I don't know what kind of wheelchair this is, but he basically sat and he just kind of like scooted around with his feet. Um, he was the oldest man I've ever seen in my life. And uh, I was like, good for you, dude. Like, you're rocking out at the concert. Good for you being out here uh, on Fremont Street at uh, like 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> it's totally, totally fine that you're here. Good for you. Love it. Um, it's all good. And then here's what happened next. The second oldest man I've ever seen in my life rolled toward him on an equal on equal machinery, as we say in F1, he was in equal machinery. He was on a, uh, a, a, a similar scoot, scoot along wheelchair and he rammed this. <laughs> he just scooted on up. Like he's shuffling his feet. He's shuffling his feet. Like it's like it's a Flintstones, right? Like he's going to, like he's from bedrock. He's like moving his feet, moving his feet. And he, <laughs> he slams into the, the, the second oldest dude I've ever seen slams into the first oldest dude I've ever seen. And you know what he says? He goes, bonk. <laughs> and then he backs up a little bit and he hits him again and goes, bonk. <laughs> and he just kept bonking him. And in my head, I'm like, do they know each other? That's, I have a lot of questions, but question A, do they know each other? Because this is Fremont Street. Anything goes here. It's international waters. There are nearly naked um, bazoongas just everywhere, right? There's um, <laughs> so Fremont Street is a, a, a place, a very a huge tourist attraction. I hate having to explain this because I'm sure you all know, but it's a huge tourist location in Las Vegas where the entire ceiling of the street is a giant LED screen and they play all sorts of weird stuff that'll make you puke if you've been drinking too much and you look up. So like if you've been drinking too much, try not to look up, but it's hard not to because it's just, it's everywhere, right? Giant screen and there's people flying down on a zip line from one end of Fremont to the other. I saw one girl get stuck. <laughs> she got stuck. She was just hanging there, just mid-flight. I was like, Swim. She's like trying to swim through the air. Uh, was not, it was not helping her. I tell you, she needed a good bonk. She needed the second oldest man I've ever seen to go bonk her to get to the other, to get to the other side. Uh, somebody did come along 
and um, like fly toward her and rescue her and just kind of shove her along to the end of the zip line. Um, so I'm not going to be doing that zipline anytime soon. Not interested. But anyway, so here I am, um, just to my right, like right there. I can reach out and touch them. I didn't. It's Fremont street. Um, I reached out and touched them. He's they're right there. The one dude, he's bonking into the other dude. And I'm like, are we about to see a fight or are they just cool like this? Because this is how I want me and my best friend Cassie to be when we are very old. I want us to just scoot around in our scooter wheelchairs. Um, and, uh, and just bonk, just bonk, bonk, bonk over and over. And then a very miraculous thing happened. Dude, we were witnessing the bonking for a while. It was going on for a while. We're like, okay, cool. Like they seem harmless. Like they're not bonking in our directions. We're just going to let these old men do what they're going to do. Um, and then the first oldest man, he stands up. <gasps> I'm like, what? Dude, I think Jesus was on Fremont Street that night. Jesus was on Fremont Street. This dude's walking. This dude looks like he, he totally looks like just a skeleton. Like his legs cannot hold the rest of his, the weight of his body. He's going to collapse. But no, not only did he stand up, he started dancing. He had this finger in the air and he was stepping to the right and he was stepping to the left. And I'm like, this is amazing. The dude was just going for it. And he was living his best life. Um, but when he stood up, he spilled his yellow beverage. Don't know what the beverage was. It was a little too yellow to be beer. Um, uh, not quite Gatorade yellow. I'm not sure. I'm not going to ask too many questions. I wasn't there to ask questions. Okay. I was not about to start a, a dialogue with the oldest man I've ever met in my life who was getting bonked by the second oldest man I've ever seen in my life. Um, but when he stood up from his scoot wheelchair, he spilled his yellow drink onto Fremont Street. Nobody even thought twice about it. it it's what happens, Right. I mean, it's like literally anything goes on the street and the whole floor is sticky. Everything on Fremont, Fremont Street is sticky. But, but then another, a third old man has entered the ring. Ding, ding, ding. Third old man. Not as old as the other two. But also very old. Very old. I think that this could have been a joint escape from uh, an old folks home, from a retirement home. <laughs> I think that maybe these three had like a blood oath and they were like, tonight's the night. We're getting out of here. We're breaking out of here. Get the yellow drink and get your scooting. <laughs> get, get your scooting chair and we're going, we're going bonking. You and me and you. The three of us, the three oldest men that anyone's ever seen. We're going out to Fremont Street tonight. It's happening. So as uh, oldest man stands up, spills his, his, spills his yellow drink, third man enters chat. He has napkins and he is, <laughs> he starts cleaning up the spilled drink on the floor. Dude, so unnecessary. I'm, I'm dying. It would be like trying to pick up individual <laughs> popcorn kernels at a movie theater while the movie was happening. Just, dude, you're not making a dent. Don't even, why are you doing this? This is Fremont Street. So he's over there like mopping up after this old man, not ma not doing a dent. Don't even do that, please. It's, you're getting, you're getting so much dirtier by touching the street than just leaving it. Just leave it alone, okay? It's with, the beverage, Fremont Street has the beverage now. Just let it, just let it go. Um, so it's just chaos, right? And it's totally normal. 
Fremont Street has this, uh, I believe they have this kind of lottery system where uh, it used to be so much worse than it is now with the street performers, just craziness everywhere, just dancers and strippers and people painted in all silver with signs that say like, I'm silver, come take a picture with me for $20. Just, just, it's, it's nuts. It's nuts. Um, but then like some things happened and probably kids got scared and people got injured and probably people died, whatever. Um, but now they have to confine these performers to circles. Uh, they used to be, they used to look like, um, poker chips, big poker chip circles all over Fremont street. Uh, but again, so much yellow drink has been spilled on them through the years that they, they're just, they're just regular circles now. There's no poker chip to be seen. Um, uh, but I think the deal is that like, if you get approved that night to be, uh, a weird dancer performer person slash silver man on Fremont street, you got to stay in your circle. You got to stay in your circle, stay in your little octagon. Don't leave. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I mean, it, it, you feel a little safer now, like walking around Fremont because like, you're not gonna have these performers just like, just like, Bleh! like coming up to you. Totally scared Kevin when I did that. He's like, ah. um, but, uh, but yeah, no, Fremont's, Fremont's amazing. And that was just a fun experience that I had. Didn't do any crawling during this pub crawl. I thought there'd be more crawling as the name suggested, but, uh, no, just drank too much and got hung over. And now I'm Pedia lighting it up. You got a Pedia light it up. Mm. I don't know if you guys have been following me for this long, but a long time ago on Twitter, I was tweeting about being hungover and how I was drinking Pedialyte and the Pedialyte company hit me up and they're like, yo, we love, we love what you're doing with our brand. We love how you're talking about Pedialyte to the people. And I'm like, wait, really? Cause I think that you'd rather have mothers talking about Pedialyte in a childlike scenario. Like, um, I give Pedialyte to my sick kid and it makes it better. I'm over here just like, I drank too much and I need some electrolytes. Nobody knows what electrolytes are. So it's okay that I pronounce it weird. Um, but, uh, Pedialyte hit me up and they're like, yo, we'd love to just send you cases and cases of Pedialyte. And I'm like, you know what I'm going to use it for? Wink. And I think they were like, we know. Wink. Like a, like a, like a wink over email. Don't rub your face against the camera tripod. Kevin, stop. Kevin, you're making it shake. Stop. Don't dude, bro. <sighs> He's on thin, he's on thin ice these days. My eye is so much better. Um, if you remember a couple of episodes ago, I talked about how Kevin, my fat, ugly, annoying, smelly cat, uh, jumped down from the cat tree in the middle of the night on Halloween morning at 4 a.m. and sliced open my eyelid like I was in a UFC fight, uh, like I need Stitch to patch me up. Um, who's going to beat the MMA awards? See, everything comes full, full circle in this podcast. Um, and there's been this big, horrible <laughs> wound on my eyelid that <laughs> people keep, people are so sweet. They keep pointing it out, but like nicely. Um, Cause I forget that not everybody just knows the story. So I'll just go out and about and live my life. And I'll be having a conversation with somebody. And then 10 minutes in, they'll be like, I'm so sorry. I can't stop staring at your eye. Do you have like a makeup glob on your eye or is there, can I help you in any way? And I'm like, oh, you don't know about the attack. <laughs> you don't know about the vicious animal attack. Okay. And sometimes I just leave it at that and I end the conversation, just leaving them, leaving them wondering like, what, what is her life? She got attacked by an animal. No, I always tell them. Um, but it's, it's doing a lot better. Like it's, um, it's, I think a couple more months and it'll be healed and hopefully we don't have a scar. But anyway, back to the Pedialyte story. Um, so, you know, your girl, I'm an overachiever. I go all in, right? If some, if I got something going on, I go all in. I'm a committer. I will commit. I will commit. So, I was doing all these unboxing videos for Pedialyte 
and I decided to make up a Pedialyte theme song. And it was so effective that me and Sean and our friends still sing it all the time. Pedialyte never got on board with it. Not sure they ever even acknowledged that I made the song, but it was glorious. If I can find the video, I will play the song right now because I fully produced it with like harmonies and guitar and everything. But, okay, if I find it, I'll play right now. Hey, are you dehydrated? Dehydrated. Are you dying from the flu to the point that fluids are just shooting out of you so violently that you're spinning around like a pinwheel on your bathroom floor? You're a pinwheel. Hey, did you maybe drink too much this weekend? Maybe those last two shots of Crown at the end of the night were a bad idea. Bad idea. I mean, come on, that's a young man's game. You're almost 40 with a child at home. Richard. Richard, you jerk. Hey, are you a little baby who needs electrolytes for some reason? I don't know. I'm not a baby, and I can't understand what they're trying to tell me, like, 90% of the time. Babies. Then hey, guess what's up? You need Pedialyte. If you've had a rough night, drink Pedialyte. If your tummers don't feel right, drink Pedialyte. If you're barfing and you hate it and you're super dehydrated, put electrolytes in your face with Pedialyte. Yes, greatest theme song ever. Find me a better jingle than that. Well, maybe this one. You should go. You should go, you should go. I should do I should do a whole cover of the TJ Maxx theme song. Um, but anyway, I thought that was uh, one of my greatest artistic achievements. Um, and it never, uh, never became a thing. And Pedialyte, this is my call to you. I'm giving you one more chance to have this be your theme song. I'm here, I have the rights, I wrote it, I'm willing to work with you, let's do it, let's get this done. I love when business comes together, let's get business together. <laughs> I want more free Pedialyte is where this is all coming from. Because <laughs> that's really, that's the source of all of it, is I just want more free stuff. Because um, I ran out because of how much I drink and how often I need it. And uh, they stopped sending to me when, the, when COVID hit. So thanks a lot, COVID. Man, really ruined my life with that one. Stop getting free Pedialyte. Jeez. Hit, I was hit the hardest, clearly. Um, oh, my gosh, you guys. Holy cow. Um, Good Burger. Good Burger 2 is out. Woo! I'm a dude. He's a dude. She's a dude. Because we're all dudes. Hey, I have not seen the new one, but I went back and I watched the original Good Burger. And let me tell you, that movie holds up it holds up like Rafiki and Simba on Pride Rock it holds right up it holds up like <laughs> like the straps of my bra that keeps showing under my shirt that is driving me insane and I'm gonna see it in editing it's gonna make me really really upset it's whole <laughs> good burger holds up like my bra strap <laughs> worst analogy ever uh that movie's so good you know I was just sitting there watching it and I'm like I think this might be a perfect screenplay step aside Casablanca it's Good Burger. It's so, it's so good how they took an all that sketch that was just silliness and chaos every week on all that. And they turned it into an entire movie that not only captures the silliness and the zaniness of the sketch, but for an hour and a half, you don't get sick of it. And it's got some heart. It's got some 
heart is Cosmo Hart. The relationship between Ed and Dexter, Keenan and Kel's characters, it touched my heart. I was getting emotional watching the Good Burger movie. And I was realizing that this movie was so ahead of its time. Um, you know, okay, so you, you got Ed. He's a, he's a doofy uh, cash register worker at a fast food restaurant. He's super excited all the time. Very naive, um, hyper, hyperactive, always willing to help. Just, you know, innocent as can be. Super funny, super silly. Who does that remind you of? <gasps> SpongeBob. Oh my gosh. And then he's got his pal, Dexter, who also works there, who's super annoyed with his antics all the time and is just in it for himself and um, is kind of selfish and ridicules him. Oh, who's that? That's Squidward. Oh my gosh. I was like, is this the, this is like the oranges or, or this is the oranges, the oranges of SpongeBob. It wouldn't that be great if just like, um, I was, I was like, um, being interviewed by like NPR or something. I was like in like a really serious serious interview and I had like glasses on I don't even wear glasses but like for this particular interview I was wearing glasses and I had like a three-piece suit maybe like a power suit and my hair was all all pulled back and I was just you know very very eloquent and I was just like yes um well actually the oranges of uh, of my show come from <laughs> I just say oranges instead of origins <laughs> what was that or oranges um that was dumb but uh but anyway they did such a good job and I really encourage you to go back and watch it with your children if they're of appropriate age. My kids are five, just Calvin just turned five and seven. And so, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> there's a, like a couple tiny little swear words, like, you know, like gateway swear words. I'm like, I'm not even going to say them here because I don't have to go back and believe them. But uh, for the most part, it's just good, silly fun. Um, and also, oh my gosh, I got to tell you this. So the funniest part is that my kids have been singing Roxanne <laughs> ever since they saw the movie. Roxanne, you don't have to put on the red lights. That song's about prostit. That song's about prostitution. You don't even care if it's wrong or if it's right. So off key. So off key. Um, but here's what we what we learned about that. Please hold. I'm trying to figure this out. Please hold. TJ Maxx. Theme song, please roll it. Okay, I found it. Did you know that the original music for the movie Good Burger was composed by Stuart Copeland? From the police? Wow. That's some stuff that they put in there for the grown-ups. It's a kid's movie, but the, there's all the little, the little Easter eggs in there for the grown-ups, for the me's of the world. Dude, it blew my mind. It makes total sense that Roxanne's in there right now. Roxanne. Carmen Electra's so good. <laughs> She's like, do you want to go on a date with me? Wait, how does the laugh? I'm going to totally butcher it. No. Oh, do, how would you like to go on a date tonight? And Ed's like, with who? And she's like, me silly. And he goes, me silly too. <laughs> and I lost it. I totally lost it. Um, so that's so funny that Stuart Copeland from The Police did all the original music for Good Burger. Really excited about the sequel, but I don't know how you guys feel about this. And this is probably a topic that's just been done to death, but I'm going to talk about it because Riley's here and she's a dog and she's probably never even heard this topic, so it's new to her. How do you feel about opening yourself up to be hurt <laughs> when you're going in to watch the sequel to a movie that you absolutely love and adore, right? Because 
Does, the, does a bad sequel tarnish the original in any way? Are you able to keep the original sacred in your little heart? I'll tell you um, my biggest example of this is I was a super early adopter of Arrested Development. Oh my gosh, guys. I watched it when it was on for real TV. Nobody was catching on. The show was super smart. Uh, it was really hard to just kind of pick up and watch. Like you kind of had to watch in the beginning because the story of the Bluths, you know, there's so many callback jokes that it really is. It's not like Friends where you can just like pick one episode and everyone's like, ha, 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 ha. fake studio laughter. Ha, 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 ha. That sounds like the girl from... Uh, from friends <laughs> or a goat <laughs> or Miley Cyrus. I can buy myself flowers. It's all the same. They're all the same. Um, but so I was a really early adopter of, of Arrested Development and I was super sad when they took it off the air because like nobody was watching it. Um, and eventually it gained this huge cult following and I'm like, see y'all see, this is what I was trying to tell you. I was trying to tell so many people to watch Arrested Development. Um, but it's my all-time favorite show. And I think that those three seasons, those first three seasons of Arrested Development are maybe the greatest television ever made. Just from beginning to end, every episode is a banger. Every single one is so funny and has original storylines and jokes I've never heard before. I get so mad when I hear jokes that I wish I would have thought of. <laughs> Speaking of Arrested Development, there's a scene in Good Burger where Ed doesn't know what a chicken sounds like. So he's like, moo, moo, Dexter's a chicken, moo. And I'm like, oh, where have we seen that before? Arrested Development. Again, ahead of its time. Good Burger's doing stuff. It's totally ahead of its time. <laughs> um, so those first three seasons of Arrested Development, some of my favorite television ever. I always... Was I talked about how happy I was that they just wrapped it all up. They put a bow on it. They put it on a shelf. And that's it. We have three seasons that are perfect. But then years later, what does Netflix do? Oh, we've got season four. We've got more for you. And I'm like, mm, well, ah, yikes. Mm, well, mm, uh, ooh, I, I just, I can't. Uh, it's just that mm, I, okay, mm, I just, I, I don't know about this because if it's great, then my, then my dreams come true. Yay. My show continues. People are finally on board with the show. It continues. But if it's bad, then all my characters, I'm looking at them on TV and it's, and it's bad. And then that makes me sad. And then for some, I kind of feel like that then tarnishes the rest of it. Cause now you're adding on to it. And now it's not a complete package like it was before. Now you make it, don't do it, don't do it. Ah, uh, people love money so much. Of course, they're gonna keep doing it forever and ever and ever. But I have not watched the new Arrested Developments for that very reason. They could be absolute bangers. They could be, I don't know. Or they could be terrible. But I'm, I'm, protect, I'm, guarding, I'm guarding and protecting my heart. Did you ever see that season of The Bachelorette <laughs> where there was that one guy with the weird voice and he just, he was so concerned about, I'm gonna guard and protect your heart. As I, I'm, here to guard, I'm here to guard and protect your heart. Like he just kept saying that over and over. Like he was trying to get it to be like a catchphrase or something. I'm like, bro, calm down. <laughs> she doesn't like you. She never liked him ever. Um, I'm going to call and protect her heart. I think he got it like tattooed on him or something like that. Like her name with like card and protect her heart. <laughs> oh, so dumb. But anyway, so I'm over here trying to guard and protect my heart. 
from Arrested Development getting ruined for me. So look, I'm not saying that Good Burger is uh, equal in my mind to Arrested Development, but I do love Good Burger. I, I have very good memories of sitting at home with my cousins when I was a kid. Uh, with the with the orange VHS tape, y'all. It, didn't didn't that one have the orange VHS tape? I'm going like this to the audience. There's no audience. I'm like looking at the audience, like right guys. No one's no one's here, and Kevin's gone. Um, I think it, I think it had that plastic orange VHS tape. Great memories of watching this movie. So um, man, it's a lot of years later to do a sequel. So many years later. Uh, and I know some of the guys, like writers and producers, I think some of them are involved, but not all of them. But I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a chance, but I'm a little worried, right? Because I want it to be a good. And you know what? Either way, I'm gonna support it either way. I, what am I even saying? Of course it's gonna be good because Keenan and Kel are my buddies, and they're always funny. They're always funny. I think it's gonna be great. Again, I haven't seen it yet. We should all watch it together. We'll report back, uh, maybe next week or something. But uh, but yeah. Anyway, Good Burger. Oh. I have a little squishy good burger here. Okay, this is like, um, it's got the logo and everything. You can't see it. Uh, listeners, I've got like a little squishy um, uh, piece of memorabilia on my set and it says good burger and I felt the need to show that off. Um, but anyway, what, did I have anything else to talk about? I probably did. I so went, I went way off the rails. We don't really have rails though. Um, what are my, <laughs> my notes for this, for this episode was like, in all caps, good burger, onesie bar crawl old man bonk man gets up <laughs> fremont street international waters those are all that's my entire notes <laughs> do you ever uh wonder what your family's gonna think when you die and then they go through the notes app on your phone and they're just like what just all the random stuff that you've written down through the years they're like <laughs> they're gonna open it up and be like Oh, what kind of things did she talk about in her notes app? Maybe she like opened up about her family and her life and we can learn, we can learn more about, learn more about Mima by her notes app. And they open it up and it's just like, oh, is this a, sh is this a shopping list? And it just says like <laughs> tortillas, tequila, mustard, watch Ozark, Xanax question mark, um, therapy rates, suitcase car. <laughs> Like, wait, it started out as like a, a shopping list and then it kind of went, um, it went uh, a different direction. And then the rest are just um, lyrics to a song she wanted to look up later. Uh, okay. Yeah. Me mom was not interesting at all. She was crazy. Um, anyway, thank you guys so much for watching. Yay. We're doing it. This is episode 25. Please uh, listen to my band's album on Spotify. I cannot stress this enough. I don't care if you got some kind of vendetta or something against Spotify. If young bands, indie bands, they need Spotify numbers. That's just the world we live in. So like it would really, really make me super happy if you could throw some Von Bolt songs in like a in like a playlist so that every day you go running it's on your running playlist and we're getting those views we're getting those numbers uh rate us and uh and leave us nice comments and same please subscribe to uh to my channel and leave me nice um nice comments if you want to leave a mean comment just um just open up a word document and type it in there and then delete the word document <laughs> i would appreciate that just keep the meanest to yourself we don't need that tis the season um but thank you guys for continuing to watch. And uh, remember, I got subscribers, the ability to have subscribers on Instagram now. And I've been doing um, Q&As uh, with them. Kevin's, Kevin's bag, just for the ending. Cool, just peaced out for the whole show and came back for the end. Great. I'm out of cat treats for you. And I'm not going to get any today on Cyber Monday. Today's Cyber Monday. No, no, treat, no treats for you. Okay, bye, you guys.
bonk, 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 bonk. <laughs> See, look, Kevin, I'm the old man. No, you're the old man. You're the oldest man I've ever seen, and I'm the second oldest man. I'm going to bonk into you. Bonk, 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 bonk. Look, he, you have your claws out like you're going to swipe me, but then you're also purring. Mixed messages. I love you, Kevin. I'm going to edit out the part where I say I love you. <laughs>